This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, Episode 78. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Uh, this weekend, we're up at the cottage. It's still super cold, probably about zero. Um, that's cold. Uh, lots of snow on the ground. It's, um, it's brisk, overcast, and rainy skies are, are coming in. But it's fun, and uh, it's a little bit different, something to do. It's nice to get out of the city even only for a couple of days. Last winter, last summer, I mean, we put in a pot belly stove in the cottage because the cottage isn't winterized. So we get up here and it's amazing how quickly it heats everything up. Within an hour or so, everything is toasty and uh, beautiful, beautiful and warm. And I tell you, it's just gorgeous at night, lying in bed and listening to the fire and it's crackling, you know, throwing out, simmering, simmering in the in the darkness just beautiful anyway i digress later on we're going to uh, head up and see some friends just up the other end of the lake and we'll light the fire up there and we'll get the barbecue going i've I bought some beautiful steaks that i'm marinating and um when bob isn't looking i'll probably go to his cellar and take out a couple of bottles of his beautiful californian cab salves. Uh, because I'm a little bit worried that they're past their use-by date. So uh, that's my motivation. I'm just here to help him out. Don't want those uh, those wines going off. Well, today's interview is with a guy who's been on the show before. He is a friend of the show. He's a friend of mine. He's a friend of many real estate agents. His name's Garth Makovsky from Harcourts in New South Wales, uh, from Campbelltown, in fact. And it's an absolute pleasure to have Garth on the phone. This was something of a difficult interview because he was in his car and the line kept going out. So I know, Joel, uh, you are going to do your best, mate, to bring this together. So uh, thank you. I'm sure you'll be charging me double for edits. But uh, I think we had four or five goes at bringing everything together. In any case, um, I I, I really think you'll enjoy it. I wanted to get Garth on the show because... I'm getting towards 80 episodes now, and one of the things that I guess is pretty obvious, with a show like Top Agents Playbook, I'm always speaking to top agents, or they're mainly agents, or people who specialise in their field, but you'd have to wonder, as I have, is there perhaps just five or six or even seven or eight specific things, specific actions, specific attitudes, is there a success ritual to all of this because I believe that there is and my whole idea with the show is to bring you my listeners and your friends of the show is to bring you these ideas so you can put them to work in your business I mean this isn't rocket science I've just finished reading Elon Elon Musk's book which is an excellent read by the way and that is rocket science right I mean the stuff that he's done is is incredible He's, uh, he's building rockets for like 10% of what NASA was spending 10 years ago. It's amazing. Anyway, what a great read. But I digress again. Check out this interview with Garth. And with, I'm pretty sure by the time this goes to air, I'll have a download. So go to the show notes at topagentsplaybook.com and check out 
the download that I've included here. So, oh, one more thing before we start. I wanted to let you know, I've got a little bit of a side gig going on with another podcast called Working From Rome, R-O-A-M. I wanted to share some of my, my ideas. I've been very fortunate in business and I've been very lucky, as many of you know, to live here in Canada, be here with my kids and still maintain my wonderfully loyal client base of agents uh, in Australia and New Zealand and in now in the States and Canada. The business is growing, it's exciting. Uh, and I share a lot of the ideas that I've developed or the skills that I've learned is probably more accurate and I share those in my podcast, Working From Rome. So love you to check it out. Hey, it's not for everybody. It's something that really interests me. I love the opportunity of of working remotely and and not being tied down to a specific thing. And that happened by, uh, I guess, necessity, as they say, as the mother of invention. But that's how I got to be here in Canada. And that's the philosophy that I've really adopted to grow my businesses and and new startups. There's a new startup coming very shortly that I'll be telling you about, which is a, a tool for agents to be able to, to design and customise uh, marketing for themselves. Just sold flyers, just listed flyers. This is, uh, those of you familiar with print-ready ads, oh, bit of snow here, heavy going. Now, those of you familiar with print-ready ads will already know what I'm talking about. This is print-ready ads times 100. It's all online and you'll be able to customise your specific colours, basically any kind of real estate marketing idea you want. So that's something that's coming up. But anyway, that's another skill that I've been fortunate to learn and, and I've also had the opportunity to form some amazing business partnerships. Uh, my, my partnership obviously with Aaron Shiner that you know about with Best Agents um, and my other partnership with Aaron and Luke and Ian French uh, at Locked On, and we've, you know, we're really pumped to within the next month. Now, I'm told we'll be uh, we'll be releasing the second version, so that is coming up. Watch that space. Anyway, I think you'll really like this interview with Garth. He is he is one of those guys that um, I have to say I just I feel better every time I speak to this man. He's got that he's got this wonderful personal energy. It's a gift, I think. It's a gift I'm sure that he knows he's got and he uses it very, very well and uh, I think you're going to enjoy it. Okay, let's do it. I think there's seven core areas that if agents can focus in on these seven individual areas within their business and their life, uh, they can can influence positive change in their attitude, um, which then impacts their performance in the field. Uh, and their work ethic and results. At well, the end. I so, I was hoping for a couple, but typical Garth Makovsky over delivering. So uh, I'll let I'll let you take the floor, <laughs> mate. Please share. As long as you've got the next two hours, we can keep going. Forever. I'm good for that. So, I'm good for that. So the, the the first key area that I think agents you know need to tap into, whether it be sales, property management, or middle management, is you know that that, that universal law of attraction which is, yep. you know, what, what you think about most of the time is what we end up becoming most of the time. Yes. And if we look at most salespeople, most salespeople get caught in thinking about what they don't want, Ray. So they're not thinking about what they do want and then matching the actions daily to the tasks to achieve the things they want. They're often sitting back and thinking, right, I haven't got any appraisals. 
I don't feel good about that. Yeah. Um, that sale just crashed. I don't feel good about that. Um, that listing I missed out on to Bob, the agent down the street. I don't feel good about that. And they end up, you know, the majority of their thoughts are not are not healthy or positive nor attracting to them what they really want. Their self-talk um, is, 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 their self-talk is yeah. sabotaging them, Garth. 100%. That's the best way to put it. So I think, you know, we were ultimately we're living in an industry that's ever-changing. It's moving all the time at a great speed and it's changing and everything's about energy. And I think that, you know, if, if agents can be very aware that it's, for a human being, it's very simple to get caught up into that discussion and before you know it, you're sucked into someone else's misery yep. and getting caught up in a problem, yep. right? And and then you spent, you're wasting time, it doesn't make you feel good, and then you're thrown off your game from where you really need to be. So if agents can be very conscious about the conversations they're having and trying to direct those conversations back to the results-driven goals that impact their their good feeling and their good results, they're going to have uh, a much better chance of being more efficient with their time in the workplace and spending it on the right conversations all the time. Okay, okay. Totally agree, 100%. You know, and, and, you know the most highly successful people you meet get real estate agents. Look at any business people out there. You know, they're innately aware of that universal law of attraction. Yep. You know, and they're innately aware of those, of having non-sabotaging conversations because... They really make a difference to your attitude all around. Yeah, and, and I noticed, Garth, and I hope this isn't one of your seven uh, that I'm cutting your lunch on, but I'm notice, I'm, yeah. I'm, I notice that agents so often focus on what, I, what, what other agents are doing, what their maybe more successful competitors are doing, and it does their head in, and, and they seem to obsess about it. Do you find that? I think, I think that can both be healthy and unhealthy, Ray, depending on the person. Yep. So some people I work with or have trained – you know, really competitive and driven by not achieving a result that someone else is. And that just grinds them away and it actually drives them to achieve those goals. So for some people, people like that that are very internally driven and competitive, I reckon it's healthy because that's, okay. how, that's how they bring the best out in themselves. Yep. But then there are other people that, you know, they stress about it, but they have trouble changing you know, their own actions to match the actions of that perhaps elite performer. But not everyone's designed to be an elite performer. Not everyone out there is meant to write a million dollars a year in GCI. Not everyone's going to write 600 a year. Some success to some consultants is going from 180 a year to doing 380 a year yep. and going, man, yep. that's elite for them. So I think um, people need to be in touch with what's realistically achievable for them and what defines their success and then aim at that, you know, rather than making it unhealthy where they're looking at someone else as the benchmark. You know, I mean, some people are freaks, Ray. Yep. I yep. remember for seven years in my career, I just worked seven days a week. How many people would do that? Well, I did. That's why I've been married twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So fortunately that didn't happen to me. Good. But, it's the tr but the truth is, is that, you know, everybody's driven by different things. I think if they just get in touch with what their goals are and they're clear and then they match activities to their goals and know what the pathway is to get to the goal and just stick to that, just keep it simple yeah. and make yeah. sure they control, you know, have those positive, um, you know, interactions with people, not negative ones. Yeah.
Yeah, I um, remember reading that book, uh, The Secret. Remember The Secret? And The Secret simply yeah, was we become what we think about. 100%. Yeah. And, um, and it applies, you know, and it's an ancient law uh, that, that's been around for many, 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 many thousands of years. And, yeah. you yeah. know, world leaders... Uh, knew about it and it's just look the reality is is the, the mind the energy we put out there creates so you know if we can put positive stuff out there and be clear with what what we want to do we'll get there so we don't have to know how we're going to get there as long as we know we can get there and we believe we will get there we'll get there yeah 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 totally the the the, sec- the second key thing i i think for agents is is just to understand that there's a there's a level of patience that's needed when you when you're in the real estate business and you know success of, for a better way of explaining it success is is more of a journey than a and a process um you know it's like running an auction campaign you're not going to sell it tomorrow it might take three or four weeks but if you follow the system and the process you'll get the result and a real estate career is about being a journey and a process so I think one of the things I see in a lot of young people getting into the business today is they're very driven by instant gratification. Yep. Well, that's the world we live in, and I guess, think, isn't it? We, we're, uh, you know, even yeah. instant coffee's not quick enough. Yeah, and they just expect it. And, you know, it's like putting a post up on Facebook and you see people uh, 30 seconds later, they're looking at it again to see if someone's liking it. Yep. Um, yep. You know, who cares if no one likes it? Just if you've got something to say, say it and just get on to the next thing. Yeah. Um, whereas we, we, we often live in that world where, you know, we're impatient and we're not prepared to, um, to, to work that process to achieve success. You know, the most successful people I know, none of them climb that summit of the, of the success in their business quickly. You know, and in most cases, it took them years and years and years and, and in some cases, decades and along the way, some massive failures in between. Yeah, you know, um, but, all part of the journey. I mean, when we look, it, it is, you know, but you know, it's, you've 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 got to make sure those values are right um, and in alignment because, you know, you'll attract that success if if you're going to be patient and if you'll follow the journey and if you'll systemise it and create actions that are going to help you get on the pathway to the goals, get there in the end, and you know, the the, the happiest the happiest people ultimately are those that have struggled and had to jump over barriers along the way, you know. that, that are Yeah, because they understand their victory a lot clearer, don't they? They do, you know, and, and they've had their failures along the way and experiencing those ups and downs ultimately makes them into what they become today, you know. So, you know, just, just embracing that, being patient, um, being consistent, uh, knowing that it's a journey, it's not going to happen overnight. It will take some time. I think that's a key attribute in, in really solid business owners and really solid sales agents and really good property managers as well. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. Point three is about, you know, recognising strengths and, and outsourcing weaknesses. Okay. So instead of being, you know, instead of the agent being the controller of the whole kingdom and trying to do absolutely everything, um, yeah, it doesn't matter how gifted a person is or how hard they work. Everybody has strengths and weaknesses, right? Yeah. Um, and it's owning up to those. So embracing those weaknesses early, you know, allows an agent to replace them and and look at the possibility of outsourcing, which then creates space in time management where they can focus more of their energy on their strengths. Yeah, I I find that actually um, really quite interesting because there's two schools of thought. One school of thought is yours. 
um, you know, focus on what you're good at and what you love. They're the things that are going to do, you know, serve you well. The other school of thought is you should be you should be spending time you should be spending time on your weaknesses, making those better if they're important. So um, I, I'm a fan of your I'm a fan of your theory. If I don't like doing something, no amount of training is is going to make me better at it. Yeah, and and you know what, I, I learned a great lesson from uh, you know one of the biggest guru mental skills coaches on the planet, a guy called Gilbert Anoka. Right. Now, Gilbert Anoka um, is the All Blacks mental skills coach okay. and has been for, you know, for, you know, probably 15 years, travels around the world with them. And I mean, you know, let's face it, they're the, only, they're the only professional sports team in the world that gloats a 90% success win rate. They're doing okay. Yeah, but the, the, the drop of gold that he gave me was Garth when you're coaching people um, don't focus in on their weaknesses focus in on their strengths so he said when we're coaching a great rugby union player he said we work on two strengths one weakness so he said if they've got a really good play or a really good step or they're doing something in the scrummage and the breakdown really well he says we'll sit down and analyze that and look at ways that we can lift that natural ability that they have in that key area yeah because he said by lifting their strengths, the things that they find easy, he says their weaknesses automatically drag up with them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Which interesting, is a great, isn't it? It is, and I've, I've applied that um, for many years now in my business just with working with consultants, and, and it really, and, and, and it's so true. It's exactly what you said. You know, who likes being barked at all the time for what you're not doing well? Yeah, yeah. Look at Look at outsourcing it, because no, no amount of focus, training, Discipline will probably ever change how that person really feels about that. Yeah, we've all got to do things we don't want to do. That's just life. Um, However, if we can look at the bulky items that really bog us down and and create those failures, get rid of them. Outsource them. You know, that goes back to school because, you know, I okay, I wasn't wasn't good at school and and I didn't really like it, but I was always being chipped for, for stuff I got wrong and little recognition for stuff I got right. Drove me crazy. In my recollection, Garth, there was little praise, and this is, you know, I'm, I'm not a fan of the school system. It's, it's over 500 years old. I think it needs a massive overhaul. Yeah. Uh, and I don't, think it's, I don't think it's serving us well. It's turning out a lot of people who, um, who, uh, who it should be helping, but that's, uh, that's another discussion for another day. But that's, that's, part of that, that's part of that strategy is, is you know, you've got to be an all-rounder. You've got to be able to open the batting and the bowling, and, and those people are just freaks. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yep, I agree. But okay. if, if you can, I mean, if we can teach, if we can, if we can teach people, and and, and look, we've all worked with people that go right. This year, I'm going to change. Yeah, I'm going to get a PA. I'm going to do this. But they said that the last four years in a row, most of them. And it's making that change that's the most challenging and difficult thing is committing to it. And then recognising what you're not good at and getting someone that is really good at it and really enjoys doing those tasks, let them do it. Because yeah. they'll do it better than you anyway. Yeah, and, and they'll take it, it to a new level. They, they absolutely do, which then gives you time to go and do all the things that you're naturally gifted at. Yep. And, and, and you increase your job satisfaction. Um, you love what you do. And guess what happens to productivity and results? They go through the roof. Yeah, yeah. Guys, if you've just joined us, I'm with Garth Makovsky from Harcourt's 
And uh, we're going through Garth's seven rules or seven keys to success in 2017. So far, number one, the universal law of attraction. Self-talk is sabotaging people. Uh, you know, watch, uh, be careful what you wish for and, and focus on what you want. And number two, understanding the level of patience involved, understanding it's a journey. Number three, we were just chatting about recognising your strengths and outsourcing your weaknesses. Um, we talked about Gilbert and Okra. I'll post, a, I'll post a link to Gilbert and maybe see if I can find a video for the show notes because uh, you're not the first person to tell me about him. He's a pretty inspirational dude and what he's done with the All Blacks. Yep. Talk to us about number four, Garth. Yeah, defining your why. Yeah. And defining your why is getting back to the critical goals. Yeah, so if we look at self-made millionaires, um, yeah, they didn't end up personally or financially rich um, just by accident. You know, they, they created a plan and then they created actions around that plan and executed each of them to get there. It was, again, getting back to success as a journey. So being goal-driven and, and really creating goals that are meaningful, and I was relating that back to, you know, millionaires, and, you know, most of them didn't end up personally or financially where they are just by accident. The majority of them created a plan no matter how simple or complex it was, they had a plan and then they attached actions to that plan and then just chipped away at it one yeah. at a time yeah. to get there. And that's getting back to that, you know, success is a process and it's a journey and be patient, yeah. you know. And you know, successful people uh, are obsessed with their goals. You know, and your goals as an agent might be to go from writing 200,000 gross commissional income in a year to writing 350,000. Yeah. So then what are the tasks, actions and end goals that need to be um, written down to be able to achieve that? What's it going to look like? And then what do you need to do every day to get there? You know, and I think people in in real estate specifically, they've got to find their own wall and paint it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they've got to have goals that, that really are meaningful and not just in the workplace, personally, professionally, you know, financially, investment, family, all of those areas they need to cover off on to be absolutely clear with what they want and what they're hoping to achieve. Um, you know, and ultimately, if they're not written down, if they're not looking at them every day, um, we know that they're just not going to happen. Yeah, just take a little sidebar on that for a sec. Tell me about your goal-setting process. So, look, I reckon, Ray, I've, I've tried every single business plan model on the planet over the last 15 years, and... I've perfected mine down to an Excel spreadsheet um, that has essentially five key areas. I cover off on family, professional, personal, financial, and my investment. Yep, yep. Right, and I and I break down, you know, I break down my current position um, in each of those areas, and then I break down where I want to be in each of those areas, and then the gap between them. I create actions around what I need to do to fulfill that gap to get to where I want to be. And I do it every year. And I've been doing that uh, under that system the past five years consistently. And it's great because it gives you a reference point. You go back um, as you're looking at them every day, every week, every month. At the end of the year, you go back and go, wow, you know, look at how much stuff I've really achieved here. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it really is motivational and it does work. If you write it down and you're looking at it all the time and you're thinking about it all the time, it's then linking you closely to the actions, the attitude, the behaviours that you need to exude to actually achieve them. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
whereas people that go, oh, yeah, I don't really have any goals, I just don't write them down, they usually don't achieve anything any different yeah. year to year. Yeah. yeah well, and, and the reason why is... That they've often set a goal and and uh, and missed it, and the pain of and the pain that they associate with that prevents them from doing it again. And then and this is what I hear going around the traps. You know, um, goal setting is BS. And around the water cooler talk, uh, and and they're sabotaging others with their with their own failures. So um, uh, you know, I've talked to Aaron about this, and and I don't know whether Aaron got his goal setting ideas from you because they sound very very similar. But I suspect that he might because yep. I know what a I know what a big fan of of yours he is. But he, uh, I wouldn't say he's obsessive with it. He just has a real tight focus on it, and it helps him find his why. It helps him find his reason, and uh, it really helps him, him bring bring those things home that that are important to him. Yeah. That, um... If, if you're focused, because let's face it, how many distractions do we all have? You know, most of us have a partner. We've yeah. got family. We've got yeah. friends. We've got social media, Twitter, this, that, emails. I mean, you know, in the time I've been talking to you, there's about 37 emails that have come into my phone that keep popping up all the time. Yeah. So you've got distractions around you all the time. Missed phone calls, voicemail messages. So... The problem is is that we need to be very focused with what matters the most. Yep. Yep. When we become focused with what matters the most, it almost really links back to that law of attraction. Yeah. When you're absolutely laser focused on what matters most, you're, you, it's easier to complete the tasks, the actions, the behaviours around what you need to do because you become tunnel visioned. Yeah. Um, and the other thing... Yeah, you're breaking up again, but I do want to say, I'll say one thing while uh, while you're finding the next cell tower is because uh, I remember you talking at a, at a recharge event. It was a couple of years ago and and um, I don't know that you said it on the stage, but you said it to me after. I said, what's the biggest what's the biggest danger most agents face? And you said one thing, distraction. There's so many distractions around. It's taking their eye off the ball. Yeah, it is. It's, 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 it's massive. Have you got have you got me clear there, Ray? I've got you, you clear. Hear? Yep, yep. Reading you loud and clear, Sydney. Go ahead. Number five. Okay. So you know, being choosy with whom and what they're investing their time into. You know, investing. So still around that, how to eliminate distractions and avoiding time wasting. It's investing yep. in those meaningful relationships. You know, and especially where. You'll find a lot of people that I speak to are really great at their job, but they get derailed in their personal relationships. They get derailed by friends that are on a different journey or partners that are on a different journey or family that derail so them all the time. Um, yeah. and, and I think you've got to make a decision in your life at some point that you're going to invest in only meaningful relationships. Yeah. And you've got to be comfortable with accepting that we're all on a different pathway and journey regardless. And some of us are not headed down the same pathway. And you can't be everybody's friend um, all the time. So I think, you know, controlling your emotions and controlling how people make you feel and choosing to spend your time with people that, you know, really enhance your professional um, time in the workplace and enhance how you feel outside the workplace impacts your whole life. So, you know, investing in those meaningful relationships um, is directly related to performance in the workplace. Yeah. You know, and, and, and developing, when you develop that mindset where 
you see the actual loss of time as the greatest risk of all. Most people see the risk of money as the greatest risk. For me, it's time. Yeah. I don't worry about the money because the greatest risk of anything is time, is investing it in the wrong place, wasting it. Because I, that's one thing I can't get more of is time. What's the only currency exactly that's money. limited? Yeah. Yeah. Make more money, but I can't ever get more time. So making sure I'm spending it with with people I want to spend it yeah. with is everything to me. Yeah. And it's the same in business. Spending it with people in business that I really want to spend it with is everything to me. Um, you know, And not being sidelined by those relationships, even where customers don't value your time. If they don't value your time... Let them find another agent. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you focus in on the ones where clients value your time and respect your time and want you to be their agent. Yeah. And I think that's critical. Yeah, having an attitude of um, abundance. There's plenty of business out there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, number six, and it's this is a massive area, I think, in agents' lives that's lacking, and that's making health a priority. Okay. Um and I think we're, you know, we we're in the stu- we're in the engine room, you know, we're shoveling that coal hard into that into that oven to get those burners going and get get those listings in and get those appraisals cranking. That often we do all of this at the neglect of our health, the body, yes, I agree. you know, the machine that keeps going. You know, and what what you eat, when you sleep, how often you exercise. These things affect every part of your life. And when you start really getting into this you start realising that memory function, energy levels, brain and nervous nervous system function, motivation, mobility, man, your ability to manage stress, sleeping patterns, relationships are all impacted by your health. Oh, yeah, 100%. So, you know, we know from all, all, all of these scientific studies that are done that, you know, working out regularly um, clears your mind and, and helps keep you motivated. You know, it was there, there was a recent study I was reading about the, the wealthiest people identified that 76% of the most successful people invested a minimum of 30 minutes exercise a day. That's a bit of a clue. Well, well, if, that, well if that's what the Fortune 500 companies are doing, let's do it as well. Let's do 60 minutes. Yeah. Let's double it. Yeah. You know, it's, there's got to be something in there. Um, even even take Albert Einstein. You know, it was reported that um, he made sure he got 10 hours sleep every night. Yeah, well, he had a very busy brain. <laughs> he certainly did. So, but nonetheless, we can take something from that. You know, get get good sleep, get rest, dehydrated, drink water, cut out the sugars, um, go exercise, walk if you can't exercise, get on a push bike, do something, um, get that blood pumping, get the heart rate up. Yeah. Um, it makes you feel good when you do that. It does make you feel um, good. I've, I've slipped off. I slipped off the wagon about a year or so ago, and uh, I got back on it before Christmas and. Um, and okay, I lost a little bit of weight, but geez, I feel great. I'm sleeping better. My energy's better. I was I was at the point, Garth. Okay, I'm 57 years old this June, but I was at the point where I was, I was going to have to have a little nana nap at 3 p.m. And I thought, what's going on? And um, uh, since I yeah, I started, I just stopped walking and moving, and and uh, yeah, cut out some sugars. Everything you said. So yeah, it's a nice little wake up call for me. And and tip on that at 57, go and get your thyroid checked. Okay, okay. Because for a lot of men, 50, at 50 to 65, the old thyroid can play up. Okay. And you start getting lethargic, tired, all those things kick in. So go and get your blood test. They'll test your thyroid. And you may find you might need a, a uh, thyroid tablet. That'll need that in the blood for all you. All right. right. All right. Well, I've just had a fair bit of blood, blood work done. And uh, 
I was at I was at fit. They wanted to sign me up for the military, but that's another story. <laughs> Secret weapon. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just saying for for many years in my career, I've been one to say make health a priority. I do today, but for many years I didn't. No, and I paid the price for that. Yeah. So, um, number seven. Okay, number seven is accepting that you've got to pay the price. And again. What I mean by that is a lot of people get into the industry and they want to be the CEO in a month's time. Um, you know, real estate is a journey, you know, and you've got to pay the price. You've got to do the hard yards and you've got to build a business from the ground up, one client at a time, database, nurturing, putting them in the pipeline, creating relationships where these clients see you as their agent for life you know, the family agent, like the family doctor or the family conveyancer or solicitor. That's where we've got to be. And, you know, because no one successful, again, really ever achieved anything meaningful or highly successful without some sacrifice. Anybody successful will tell you that. Yeah, and unfortunately in the day and age that we're in, which is high speed, high connectivity, um, you know, high gratification instantly, you know, we're, we, we're becoming unwilling to do the work, you know, and make the sacrifices to actually fulfil our goals and achieve our dreams. You know, so, you know, if you, were, if you were to spend the time and ask successful people, had they known up front how hard it was going to be and how much work would be required, how many ups and downs that they would experience on their own journeys, you know, and ask them that and said, would you still take the adventure? Would you do it again? And, and understand, and understanding some of these people didn't succeed and failed and then got up and did it again. You know, why, why do they do it? You know, I reckon every one of those people would consider that question. However, the sense, the sense of accomplishment, of hitting goals and, and achieving things that are meaningful, you know, the lessons learned in the journey is what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. You know. Well, that's... That's what it's all about. If, if these are rules that are, and, and keys and observations that you've made that, uh, and I know you're sharing these, these with some of the private groups that you're consulting with, and if these are rules and things that you've come up with, you're living, breathing proof uh, that it works, mate. I, I want to thank you for sharing them with us today. Um, your stuff's always invaluable, and, and uh, you know, every time I have you on, I just get so much great feedback from from listeners everywhere right around the world now we're in over 100 countries and and people love your stuff so Brilliant. you've just gone global macca that's sensational <laughs> i love it i love helping you guys you, you you do a lot for me as well and it's we we live in the world of reciprocation we help each other and I, i'm always there to do whatever i can do to thank, help your crew. thanks buddy and and your gift is is i often say to people is that um when you have a when you have a chat with with Garth Mikowski, you always come away feeling better than you than you went into it. So that is your gift. Thank you for sharing, my friend. Have a great day. Thanks. Yeah, you too. Cheers, right, Ray. Have a top day. Bye bye. The Top Agents Playbook Podcast is proudly sponsored by Locked On Real Estate's best software. For show notes from this episode, free downloads, your Locked On Discount for Life link, and Ray's blog, head over to topagentsplaybook.com.